Hey Nacho. Hey Sophie D. Ooh. Welcome to Late to the Party. Where we talk about movies and TV shows we missed out on when they were super popular. I guess you could say that we're late Late to to the the party. Can I tell you something? Tell me something. I think it's real cool and sexy that you got vaccinated. Oh my God. Wow. Ooh. Ooh, I blushed a little bit. I feel that tingle going down my spine. Wow. You know, I think it's also really hot that you got vaccinated as well. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. How do you feel? Pretty great. Um, got to be honest with you. I'm going to ruin the moment a little bit. I don't know how it feels yet. Okay. We're recording this r- the day before we get vaccinated again. I but it's still, it feels so sexy that we are. <laughs> you know? um, I'm very excited about it though. Very scared, but also mostly excited. Yeah. I just know that we're going to be knocked out for like a day, a full day. Yeah, I'm not excited for that part. Oh, I am because I need some sleep. That's true. I've been so go, go, go lately that I know that I need a day to just be like fully like incapacitated. <laughs> Unconscious. Yeah. And I know that it's not going to be the way that I enjoy, but I know that my body needs to stop. Yeah. And I'm using this as that opportunity. <laughs> I had a really rough week by Friday. I was just like nothing no gears were turning in this head (laughs) (laughs) she stopped yeah closed for business like I felt so bad because I'm answering all these work emails and I'm like I have no idea what anyone's talking about (laughs) I'm sorry uh, my out of office is open Uh, (laughs) my out of office has been on for a full week I've been sitting here at the computer but I'm not answering emails not a thought behind these eyes (laughs) couldn't tell you what anyone said yeah (laughs) I get that I feel that so much I went on a trip early last week mm-hmm. and then I came back to a hundred like almost felt like 200 percent of the work somehow for some reason <laughs> don't know why you know like uh, did no one do anything while I was gone? <laughs> what happened did, but I, I it was you know like when you have to catch up yeah I think it felt it was more of like that I hate that you know Ugh. so then that's why I was like what is happening <laughs> and then it was like three days of me being like that and trying to be like what huh, what I know going on vacation is such a double-edged sword yeah you, you go on vacation for a week and you're like, I feel so great. I'm so relaxed. And yes. then you come back to work and everyone's asking you all these questions about stuff. And you're like, I was just gone. My brain hasn't turned back on yet. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you right now. I don't know what you did last week. And then some vacations, which, like the ones that I prefer, which again, same thing, double-edged sword. Like I want to go into nature. I want to do the hiking, but you got to do that early. So you go on vacation and you're not really sleeping in yet. Yeah. So you don't really get the break that you want. And then you're going on hikes, which means that you're getting exhausted. So what kind of reset is your body actually doing? Yeah, unless you're like a nature bitch and you're like touching a tree for energy. But like, I did not touch any tree. I should have touched some trees. You should have. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, lo- we, I went up to Ithaca. Yeah. It's like waterfall central up there. Okay. I love a waterfall. So I thought that that would be my touching a tree moment. It was still a lot of hiking. I would love to stick my hand in the waterfall. Ooh, let's go back. I've always wanted to do that. So there's a, um, they say that there's 150 waterfalls in a 10 mile radius. So That's I think amazing. if me and you went. And let's we, go see all of them. I was going to say that. <laughs> let's touch every waterfall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can rate them. This one felt a little more hard than the other one did. This one was a little aggressive. This one was nice and calm. Too strong. <laughs> couldn't raise my arm. <laughs> yeah. I got a little cut. Yeah. <laughs> the rocks hurt. <laughs> yeah. I think we should do that yeah 100 we should do that and then i want like a drama moment where like you take a picture of me underneath the waterfall yes. like with the water going or you have your me. ariel moment yeah yeah i think you deserve that <laughs> i think we should plan that yeah in the next month maybe i just have to work on being more uh better on camera that's what that's what we're here for yeah. that's why we practice that's why we have fun yeah i'm not photogenic um you, you are you just don't know how to pose 
<laughs> That's the thing. I don't. People are photogenic. They just don't know how to pose. Also, my thing too is like when I smile real big, my one eye gets really, really small. My one eye like stays the same size. And I didn't know that was a normal thing. Oh, my eye does that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing until I saw a meme about it. Oh. And I was like, oh. I also I'm, thought that was just a me thing. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know it was an everyone thing. So it makes me feel kind of better. Yeah. There you go. That's <laughs> representativity. Yeah. <laughs> love it. And you know what else had a lot of representativity? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not fixing it. 2018's Love, Simon. Yeah. This was such a good movie. It was so good. It was really hard to take notes through all my tears. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, and then something, then it happens. And then we're happy. I was like, oh my God. And then he confessed his love. And then it was, yeah. So, okay. I have two theories about this movie. Yes. It's one. It was either written by the gay kid who wrote what they think they needed to hear at that age. Aww. Or it was written by a straight person who like this movie was either for that kid who needed to hear that in high school who was gay and closeted or it was written for straight people who think they want to hear what gay people need to hear in high school (laughs) you know what i mean yeah i i really liked this movie but i i want to know from like the gay perspective yes yes exactly yeah yeah so if anyone wants to tell us like please i would love to know yes (laughs) what'd you know about this beforehand i knew it was super popular when it came out and it was about a gay kid and that was kind of it same yeah. I, there was like mixed reviews that I remember seeing because okay. people were like, this is the the conversation that happens with every any type of marginalized media that comes out is like the like Love, Simon is about a white boy who's gay. So a lot of people are like, why did it have to be a white boy? But you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And again, not to make an excuses for things, but like even with like um with like crazy rich Asians and that stuff, everybody's complaining about like it's only East Asians that are getting the light right now, which I agree. But you have to, again, start somewhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You and again, not to say like, you can't get your, your spotlight right now. But also, we're we're slowly moving towards the more broad yeah. spectrum, you know? Yeah. What was cool about this movie was how diverse it was. It was more diverse yeah. than I expected to because, again, I only saw that it was about a white boy. I didn't realize that there were other people in this movie. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so, again, that's the other issue. When you complain about the one thing, you don't know about the other things. Yes. Anywho. And we're going to tell you about the other things. We will. Yay. <laughs> Can I give you a Nat's original synopsis? Please do. All right. Hang tight. This is about a closeted high schooler who ruins his friend's lives to stay in the closet, but then gets outed and truly has the best bounce back that one can have in that situation. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And also it has a very heartwarming ending. Yeah. As it should. Yeah. He really did ruin all of his friend's lives. Why did he have to do that? Yeah, he really didn't. (laughs) If anything, I don't know why we didn't hear about that, what people were complaining about. Yeah. It was very surface what we were, what I, at least what I was seeing people complain about. Like I, we should have seen people complain about him ruining people's lives. Yeah. Like being a master manipulator. Yeah. Yeah. I was definitely not okay with any of that. But anyway, we open up on Simon's family surprising him with a car for his birthday. Couldn't be us. No, no, definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) His parents are Jennifer Garner and Josh Duhamel. Yes. The most beautiful parents you could ask for. I know, right? Lucky bastard. (laughs) A voiceover by him goes on about how normal his family is his mom and dad are high school sweethearts his little sister is obsessed with cooking and tries out crazy recipes and they have a great relationship though he wouldn't tell anybody yeah and it's really cute that his family is like so supportive of her cooking yeah what what is that like <laughs> i was gonna say do you know no i don't know what it's like <laughs> it's nice no my parents are very supportive of me. yeah it's it feels good i gotta be honest <laughs> 
And we meet his best friends. They're all super adorable. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we see that there's, um, so there's two who go like way back. So that's Nick and Leah. And then there's one who we met about a month ago, who is Abby. And we see that there's 208 days until graduation. So it's, they're all seniors now. Aww. So uh, he's kind of going on his route to school and, and he just like does the, the uh, he carpools with his best pals. Yeah. And you see their routine is they, they go to like Nick's house first, then Leah's, then Abby's, and then they go to Dunkin' Donuts to get some coffee, which also they're high schoolers. They don't need coffee yet. Not that I'm like <laughs> hating on children, but they don't need coffee yet. I mean, I drank coffee super young. When I was working at a cafe, I guess I can just say Starbucks, whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I try not to name drop, but whatever this little kid comes in and he's like can I have a java chip frappuccino and he's with his dad he's like getting ready to go play sports you know like the little soccer team to the dad I was like it has coffee in it do you want like the double chocolate chip instead and he's like no he needs the caffeine for what this is an eight-year-old like he's he's got enough in him (laughs) I don't you're destroying his like (laughs) way to make energy yeah but so then Simon voices over to say that you know I have a pretty normal life except I have a huge ass secret yeah he doesn't say it that way it's a little more dramatic than that but (laughs) that's how it felt I have a big secret yeah and he we see him checking out a young dude across the street a landscaper yeah Ooh. But then dad barges in to invite him down for breakfast and teases him thinking he's looking at porn because like Simon's jumpy. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt your masturbating. Yeah. And then he just like goes super hard on that. And then Simon's like, I wasn't, I wasn't doing that. Yeah. And then dad won't take it. But it's fun. They have a fun relationship. Yeah. So then he goes downstairs for breakfast and their dog is named Bieber. So the impact that that man has had. I thought they were saying Beaver. No, it's Beaver. I was like, why would they name their dog Beaver? You know, I do love the idea of naming a dog and other animals name. Not a beaver. Not a beaver, no, but like uh, <laughs> like goose or giraffe or something. Yeah. Like, I think that's fun. That's fun. But then he does the typical, like, you know, no eating breakfast because this is a rom-com thing, even though there's a huge spread on the table. I have a huge issue with people in movies just, like, grabbing one little thing for breakfast and running And out. it's always toast. Yeah. It's never, like, the hearty thing. Yeah. Ugh, it's It's rough. But anyway, so then he's going to his car. He's trying to say hi to the landscaper across the street, but he's got a leaf blower, so he can't hear him. And he's yeah. like, I like your boots. They're real cool. Yeah, he's like so awkward about it. And the dude's like, I can't hear you. And yeah. doesn't care. And then Simon gets in the car and he's like, ugh. Like, he feels so awkward. And I'm like, I totally know this feeling. Oh, it's rough. Uh, so then we do the same, uh, that the pickup uh, routine that we do with our friends. So yeah, then Nick he, comes in. He's like, I had this wild dream. And then they're all like, no, not yet. Not till we have our coffee. Yeah. And then he drives in reverse past a bunch of houses to go pick up their other friend. Leah. So they all just basically live in like a two block radius. Yeah. And then she tells them about this update on the town gossip blog, or I guess their school gossip blog. Yeah. That she's like obsessed with. So I guess like they took Gossip Girl and ran with it. Yes, basically. (laughs) Or like they made, yeah, it's like Gossip Girl plus like whatever they wanted Facebook to be for this movie. Yeah. It's like Gossip Girl like designed the blueprint for Facebook. (laughs) You know? Totally. XOXO, Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) I don't think Facebook would be what it was without Gossip Girl. Yeah, definitely not. (laughs) Or MySpace even. They stop to get coffee and Nick remembers the coffee order for their other friend, Abby. 
which so, is cute super cute so they end up picking up four coffees and then go pick up abby that's fun oh so then now we uh we're in the car now abby's uh remember we're post coffee because now we can analyze the dreams post coffee yeah so then abby's saying about how um basically nick's dream was that he like put the wrong contacts in and couldn't see so then abby was saying about how like maybe maybe there's something you're not seeing clearly in your life like is there anything that you're not telling anybody so then simon's all like oh whoa i don't i wonder what that could add not me i don't know <laughs> so he gets super awkward yeah as, as he does and then now we get to school yeah i did not think they were driving to school you know i, I was like i thought it, this was a weekend but okay <laughs> so while parking we focus on a few students and one is a gay dude like very clearly yes and some random male students make like very homophobic super homophobic remarks at him but what's amazing is before those guys come over is they're talking about how like let's be some slutty pokemon for halloween yeah it's amazing (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i was like damn no wonder simon doesn't want to come out like the day just started and we watched someone get bullied you're like they don't even have time to waste yeah he didn't even <laughs> enter the school yeah he's standing outside it's probably like 7 30 in the morning 7 30 in the morning <laughs> like are you kidding me and simon has the, the the gay kid's name is ethan so simon gets out of the car and he's like damn i wish ethan wouldn't make it so easy for them and also like hold on yeah he's being himself yeah it's he's, okay he's allowed to be him yeah so then we go inside and buster from arrested development who's tony hale that's his like actual name yeah he's the uh the vice principal or the principal vice principal we go back and forth because they they go to the principal's office but then we end up in his office so i was confused but he's the vice principal yeah but anyway it's buster from a resident development he's so weird in everything he's in he's the same person i think just like different degrees of the same weirdo it's amazing (laughs) i love that guy yeah and he's super goofy and trying to pump up everyone for the morning yes and also, he's very anti-phone. Yes, but typical vice principal. Yeah. Like, trying to be too cool and relatable, but also give me your phone. Yeah, gross. So he basically, like, if you walk by him with your phone, he just takes it out of your hand. And then you'd get it at the end of the day. Yeah, that's... I hate that. Yeah. I hate that so much. I'm also glad, though, that, like, we graduated high school before that was a, a real thing. Yeah. Like, we were on, like, the cusp of that, but we didn't quite get there yet. Yeah. I mean, I got my phone taken away in class once, but, Ooh. like, I got my revenge, so... Oh. It's fine. Was that when you called the teacher the devil? Yes. <laughs> I forgot that's why you did that. <laughs> I knew, like, I knew I that you called that person um, a name for something. I was so mad that day. I'm so, I was so mad. I'm still mad about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember why I was texting in class, but whatever. I mean, we're in high school. We were, there was no reason. Yeah. But there exactly. was every reason. Yeah. Yeah. But then, so Simon and Abby are walking they're and locker talking. buddies. They're locker buddies. So cute. And they're talking about how they have to be off book in two weeks. So they're in the drama club, basically. And then there's this one weird drama kid that comes over to like mansplain mm. flirt with Abby. Martin. Martin. Yeah. The worst. He was like, hey, did you know about Cabaret? And it was written for this and this and this. And then this other play was written about this and that. And I'm like, shut up. Abby's doing that thing where like, you kind of like smile to like that off awkward that awkward smile we've all done it we've yes. all done it while someone's talking it's to a, kind of mm-hmm, just be like yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. okay yeah yeah and <sighs> then she's like uh-huh okay and like she's very clearly like not into it going she's like her face is in her locker like she's trying to get her yeah. shit and this dude is just not picking up no any of these cues it's so bad yeah it's so bad but then we go back later that night. Simon and the family are picking a movie for movie night. So mom wants to watch The Affair, which is apparently all that sex. And the kids are like, no, absolutely not, mom. But then mom is a therapist. So she's like, oh, you guys are just so repressed. That so is then, so weird. So weird. That's fucking weird, then, mom. Because she's like, it's just lovemaking. It's just sex. It's fine. You're you're repressed. And then Simon's like, mom, stop therapizing us. It's fi- We're not your patients. And then mom 
burns them. Not with your parents. Not with your parents. Not with your parents. Not with your parents. <laughs> but she gives them a good therapy burn. And she's like, oh, no, you couldn't be my patients because my patients are much more well adjusted. Damn. What a burn. But that also like that's you parenting. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, just, you just called yourself a shitty parent. You just parent. self-burned yourself. <laughs> yeah. Nice job. It's like when my mom calls me a son of a bitch. I'm like, you're the bitch then. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? Hello? But then dad brings up The Bachelor and he's like, this The Bachelor this season is like clearly gay. And then he talks about how uh, he took a girl on a date and was like super fruity about it. So then Simon's like, ugh. And you can totally see how like uncomfortable Simon's getting with this yeah. whole conversation. But also very typical. Like dad just doesn't get it. I liked how much body acting was in this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel the, like everyone did a really good job. The reactions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then after the movie, Simon uh, or dad shows Simon this like very weak slideshow <laughs> that he made for mom's 20th anniversary. And it's like, it's so, it's like he just put it in like auto transition in slideshows. Yeah. And he's like crying. Yeah. And he's like, oh man, this is so good. It's, it's very mediocre. Yeah. It's cute, but like it could be better. Simon was like a fourth grader made this and not even an accelerated fourth grader, like a very deeply average fourth grader made Damn. this. And I was like, ouch. That's a burn. That is a burn. But then he goes to fix it. So like, yeah. I guess he helps at least. Yeah. And then while doing homework, Simon gets a call from Leah and the blog has another update and it's about a closeted gay kid at school. <gasps> and Leah then starts shouting out all these names to try to guess who. And I was like, damn, no wonder no one wants to come out here. <laughs> I mean, same, same would be us though. Yeah. We'd be like, is it this guy? Is it this guy? I bet you it's this guy. No, no, no. I know for sure it's this guy. Yeah. <laughs> With the bullies, his dad, and now his friend being weird about yes, it, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't blame him. <laughs> but he like jumps on the computer. He's like, oh, Leah, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta read up on this. So yeah. he's like reading it on. Uh, same Which thing. is sus. He, he's also <laughs> he's speculating very hard. But then he sees that it's posted by a blue green one eighteen at gmail dot com. And what I like to think is that this is such a precious moment. But I know it's not true. Like I'm like, oh my god. So, so Simon goes to make his own Gmail account, and I'm like, is this his first email? Because <laughs> like, when did you make your first email? Was it in high school? no oh yeah i'm like super young mine was mine was earlier because i think of i think i needed it for like myspace or something yeah but uh i was like oh my god did he just make his first email i like to believe that i know he didn't yeah so precious he made his first email i was like oh he's making a secret email yes he is yeah that was more correct yeah so Uh, the blog post ends with nobody knows i'm gay (gasps) (gasps) oh you're right i did skip over that detail yeah Yeah. (laughs) so like this person's basically like goes on it's all an emotional message and then ends with nobody knows i'm gay and yes. that's what that's why simon decides to make the fake email yes. to like then email uh, this person back whose yeah. nickname is now blue because their email is blue green 118 yeah and his email ends up being the same intro voiceover and I'm like, I feel like he put a lot of identifying info in there. That's what I was saying. Because he's like, I have a perfect family. My mom is a therapist. My dad was a jock. And they were high school sweethearts. And my sister is this. And I'm like, you just just give your name. Yeah. Like, literally, just be like, hey, my name's Simon. Yeah. <laughs> like, if Blue had to think, just put like 2% of his brain into this, he would figure out who it was. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he signs it as Jacques. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. In class, the next day, Simon just can't focus. He, like, in the morning, he checks his phone to see if he got an email. During the school day, he keeps checking his phone to see if he got an email. So he's, like, obsessively checking it all day. Yes. We've all been there. I was going to say, who hasn't? Yeah. Who hasn't? So he's at lunch with his friends and just gets up and leaves. He's totally disconnected from everything they're talking about. Yeah. I didn't even catch what they were talking about. I have about. no idea. <laughs> yeah. Nonsense. Just high school stuff, you know? Yeah. So he's in the hallway. He's checking his phone, and the vice principal takes his phone from him. I would have flipped out. Like, 
just give a warning. Yeah. You you don't need to snatch shit out of people's yeah. hands. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going on with people. Like, what if his mom was dying? Oh. <laughs> yep. That too. That's yeah. a very fair point. Like, you don't know what's going on in other I people's lives. I took the lives. other side of that. Yes. <laughs> the vice principal's talking about how, um, you know, like, I have a Tinder date tonight. And it's fine because, like, it's weird, you know, like, you think that your vice principal isn't a person, but I'm a human. You know, I have a Tinder date. That's and, like, we deserve love too. And I'm like, stop talking to me about this. Yeah. yeah. Don't talk to me about your Tinder date, Yeah. Bro. No, I don't want that. No, yeah. no, no. It's not not for the students yeah no definitely not they're not supposed to see you as a human they're also not your fucking friends yeah exactly yeah yeah (laughs) so then we cut to rehearsal for drama club's version of cabaret and the weird kid from earlier martin he seems to be the the lead or at least the lead in this song it always is it always is And I sorry was, to anyone in drama club we I were in would, drama club we were in drama club and i would be so annoyed if i was a parent that had to watch this performance it was not good <laughs> if i had to sit there and pretend like my child did a great job no no <laughs> so then even the teacher that's my fear of like becoming a parent and like having to be like oh yeah you did so great even the teacher says so. Yeah, the teacher's like, I fucking hate everything about this. Her name is Mrs. Albright. I love her. She was so good. She's the best one in this whole movie. Yes. <laughs> She's like, well, that was a start. And um, there's, uh, you know, uh, only up. We can only go up <laughs> from here. Hopefully. So then uh, also the scene before this with the vice principal, he also says that Miss Al- Albright likes women, which I don't know why that's relevant. I it's think not he tried all. to ask her out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so she could have lied or instead of just saying no. Yeah. Or she just genuinely does like women. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because I knows? didn't pick up on that part. All I heard was that she liked women. And also I was like, but that has nothing to do with the story. I don't know if he tried asking her out, but he did mention that Simon could get his phone back after play practice. Yes. So maybe he just like threw that in. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Because at first when they threw that in, I thought that she was going to become a mentor or something, you know, but yeah. then nothing. Because he seems like that kind of dude who would like, not take just a no like you'd probably have to say no mm-hmm. a million times mm-hmm. so he seems like grown-up martin yeah so like i would lie yeah just to get him away from me yes yes, yes. <laughs> just to be like one and done yes <laughs> but then so another student back to her saying that this was just okay yes another student says uh this was actually a disaster was that the sharpay of the class yes the sharpay of the <laughs> class says that it was a disaster and that there are <laughs> these two kids that were basically dry pumping the whole time Gross. so mrs albright basically gets the best one-liners of the entire movie like she her does. entire character is great one-liners until she has a great moment later on yeah an absolute hero moment she steals the movie yeah honestly for me <laughs> but then they go back into another song for rehearsal and now it's the end and simon goes to mr worth's office who is the vice principal uh to get his phone back and then it seems like mr worth doesn't know what he's saying because he's like simon you know like i see myself in you and simon's like i wouldn't say that yeah don't say that yeah don't say that no <laughs> But then it's just more awkward talking. Yeah, and he's just going on and on. And it's like, dude, give me back my phone. Yeah, give me back my phone. We're not friends. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) He goes back. He runs to his car and Blue emailed him back. Yay. So he says that if they have the same secret, how long did he know? So then we see that Blue is typing this out as he's like kind of reading the email back to him. So we kind of see hands. We don't see quite a face yet. Mm -hmm. But then we cut back to Simon. And some antsy Andy ruins the moment because he's like reading it in his car in the parking lot. And they start blaring their horn for the parking spot. Yes. It's like, just go to a different spot it's high school you can't yeah there's no way i see that spot i want that spot yeah <laughs> fuck off so then simon drives home. i'd get out of the car <laughs> i would walk just away. park yeah yeah <laughs> uh, simon gets home he answers and says that he hasn't told anyone even though he knows that he'd be fine because his mom is super liberal his dad is in touch with his feelings everybody in town is mostly nice to neutral to the out gay kid except for those two bullies um so like he's like i 
wouldn't be fine. I just don't know why I'm not out yet. He also points out that when the openly gay kid Ethan came out, no one cared. And we cut to him telling his friends and they fake surprise. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Like, come on, guys. (laughs) I don't know. Like, how do you react in that situation? I would also like like one of our gay friends to tell us that. Yeah. I mean, but also you just be supportive. Yeah. You're like, okay, great. Thanks for telling us. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for trusting me. Yeah. You know, they I'm, were like, I'm glad that you feel comfortable now. They, they did the whole like, oh my God. Wow. No way. Yeah. Wow. And That's like, kind of demeaning. You're being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so then he says that he knew that he was gay, but with a bunch of little things so that he had a bunch of like, like just dreams about Daniel Radcliffe. Who didn't um, have a crush on Daniel Radcliffe honestly. at some point. And then he was also obsessed with Panic at the Disco, which same. Yeah. Also and, who wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> and again, he's talking about uh, Brendan Urie as the unit of Panic at the Disco. Yes. And not Panic at the Disco as its own unit. Yes. It's just Brendan Urie. <laughs> Panic at the Brendan Urie. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so then he says that he had his first girlfriend who confessed her love at a dance. So he ran away and texted his mom. Hey, mom, kids are drinking. Come pick me up. <laughs> which that, same. That's my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would, I would do the same exact thing. (laughs) So then he tries to sign off three times on the email. He's like, sincerely, Simon, uh, cordially, Simon, yours, truly, Simon. But then he just ends up saying just uh, Simon. Yeah. Or Jacques. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He doesn't use his name yet. He doesn't. He gets an email back. His new friend, Blue, tells him he knew he was gay while watching Game of Thrones and was crushing on Jon Snow. Who hasn't? Again, who hasn't? This would be so relatable. What a beautiful man. You know, he, yeah, just (laughs) a specimen. Yes. (laughs) Definitely like hot, hot. Yeah. Yeah. So then Simon answers back. He's sitting on the couch with his shoes on. Yeah. The legs up. Put your feet down. (laughs) Who raised you? Come on. So then he says that if Damn you, liberal mother. <laughs> they just accept anything these days. <laughs> shoes on the couch, shoes on the bed. Oh, how dare they? So then he says that if he wants to find him at school, he just has to look for the Game of Thrones fanatic. Uh, so then we cut to a montage of Simon walking down the halls and only seeing absolute nerds in Game of Thrones shirts. Yeah, who else is going to wear a Game of Thrones shirt? Right. <laughs> so then he's like, oh, yikes. Yeah, he's like, it's not any of these guys. No, I hope not. Imagine, though, that'd be so mean if like it was one of those kids and he's like Ugh. yeah i would stay anonymous not to be, <laughs> not to be a dick but <laughs> so the sorry <laughs> so then he says that maybe he'll just be john snow for halloween and then blue is like um i actually don't dress up but i do love an orange filled oreo for halloween oh so then now simon's in the library emailing um and then we get like another montage exchange of them talking about like the the past thing was the montage exchange the uh, the Game of Thrones stuff the the Oreos and, yeah. and that stuff but then so now he's in the library Mr. Bad Worth, move so now he's in the library bad move and Mr. Worth comes up uh, minding Simon's business again why 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 wouldn't he uh, and also why only Simon does yes. he do this to other kids <laughs> what does he do with the rest there of his day thirty other students in that library go harass <laughs> someone else. Yeah. <laughs> So just stay out of the he's library. Just, he's Every- just trying to be Simon's friend. Ugh. So then the bell rings and, and they're distracted. Simon's like mid-email. Mid-email. So he like pulls up another window. Yeah. Oh, so he like is talking to Mr. Worth and then the bell rings. He runs away. And I'm like, oh shit. He Simon definitely didn't, yeah. didn't sign out. And then we cut to Martin coming into the library. <gasps> sitting at the same computer Simon was just at. Why? Huh. There were, he walked past so many computers. So many computers. Martin? <laughs> that kid. And also, not to victim blame, but there's, 
that's such a rookie mistake oh my god it really i is. couldn't do it but also he was distracted and like i w- it would happen to any of us and also Ugh, what is he it's gonna just do so painful it's so painful yeah and like he can't open up his email to exit it out while right. mr worth is right there right. looking at his screen but so now we're outside at lunch nick is saying something about yeah oh so anyway so martin ends up logging onto oh, the yeah. computer and sees the email yes yes but also so my other thing is that if he's logged in as this anonymous email how does he know that Simon was just on the computer? Because according to him, he's because later on in the movie he says, "Hey, I used the computer after that you were you, just at that you were just but at." Did he see him at that computer? So, or was there like you have to log in certain computers when you're in? High, I forget how libraries work in high I school. I remember we had to log in with a special login, so Simon mm, clearly didn't mm-hmm. sign out. Um, so he yeah, could yeah, have yeah. seen Simon's main login. Like log out of Simon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Because the timing between it, like, I feel like he wouldn't have seen him sitting at that computer. He wouldn't have, no. But if he would have his seen. His student ID, yeah. His student ID. That makes sense. Okay. That. Now I'm caught up. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so now afterwards we're outside at lunch. Nick is saying something about Cantonese twins. And then Simon's like, you mean Siamese twins? And then it's like a weird moment of like, oh, it's the same thing. And Simon's like, it's very much not. <laughs> him and Lee are like, no guy. Yeah. <laughs> so like, they also inserted all these like very, um pc things yeah to to just like touch on that i guess just show that they are pc people or like know. trying to be yeah 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 simon then pulls out a pack of oreos and his friend bram comes over and says oh the halloween oreos are the best like oh like blue did oh so and then they're talking and uh bram's like you know my aunt has uh she just got into like this crazy car crash and my parents have to go to florida to help her out with all that so i'm gonna throw a halloween party yay so then um while he's saying that simon's like looking at him with the eyes you know yeah and because yeah because of that whole oreo thing so he just keeps trying to figuring out if like that's his friend that he's talking to like if that's blue so we cut to his friend writing the emails and i was like oh my god But then we cut back to Simon because it was just a daydream. Yes. And I was like, oh, poor kid. Like, I so relate. But that, I like how they told that. Like, anytime they wrote, anytime Blue wrote an email and was reading it back, we would cut to who Simon thought Blue was. Yes. I thought that was really cool. I really liked that. Because also, like, we would do the same thing. Oh, for sure. It makes so much sense. Yeah. But so then there's this one friend in the group that tells everybody about Bram's party, but also, like, let me invite who I want to invite to my party. Yeah. Because he's just being like, hey, everybody, there's a party at Bram's. You're invited. You're invited. You're invited. And also, so calm down. How big is my house? You know? <laughs> well, Bram's house is ginormous. But that's what I'm like, does do does everybody know that? Yeah, Who right. Knows? I don't know. But How does else? everyone know where he lives? Right. That's gross. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. So we cut to drama class. They're working on some set stuff and Simon leaves to get a drink and then Martin follows him. Ugh. Ugh. So he catches up to him and says he used the computer right after him and read the emails that were open. Ugh. But also out loud, he's like, oh, by the way, my brother is gay. I'm, I'm sure you would like to know that information. And Simon's like, why, loudly, why do I care about that information? Loudly in this hallway yeah. while you're in the closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then Simon's so, like, why is that relevant to anything we're talking about? So then and, Martin's like, well, I screenshotted your emails, buddy. He screenshot his emails. What an asshole. What a fuck. For I what? I would have decked him and smashed his phone. I would have been so much. Well, probably not smash his phone because I would get into so much more trouble. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what I would do in that moment. But I cannot believe how calm and cool he was about yeah. it. Yeah. And, and then so Simon pulls them away. So they go into like some back part of the library and he's like, what the fuck was that about? Yeah. So then Martin goes, well, I have a crush on Abby and I know that you're kind of close to her. So and I'm like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? What? Are you fucking kidding me? I was so mad. I was like, I fucking hate this kid. <laughs> Ooh, the, that kid. They <laughs> this made me think like so Martin 
fully punchable. Yes. And even the casting, that kid has a very punchable face. <laughs> Do you think that when they put out the casting or when they did the character description, they're like, Martin, 16 years old, very punchable. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible person. Yeah. Horrible. Very yeah. punchable face. It makes you just want to like, ooh, you know? Yeah. I was really upset for Simon at this part. And in all honesty, if, the ta- if it was a different, like if it was me, I would have gone to Abby after told her everything and been like hey that dude found out a big secret of mine and is blackmailing me to get you to go out with him like i would just weaponize her friendship (laughs) (laughs) could you like do something about this with me like i don't know i I would have been like help me yeah that's that's a smarter way because simon did not take that route yeah no he just ends up going with everything yeah he agreed to to help uh wingman martin basically yeah and it's like you don't get to do that yeah like Like, i get that you're in a really shitty corner but like you those are your best friends yeah like you should be able to trust them and also like you cannot just do that you can't do that you can't do that you can't do that but then later on simon's at home and now he's sulking over dinner checking his phone but then his sister thinks that he hates her food because he's not like actively like "Mm, wow yum yeah so then he goes to read an email but it's from blue and it says that he is dressing up for halloween but he isn't ready to for anybody to find out who he is yet so yeah that's why he didn't want to tell simon who he was yeah he doesn't want to tell him the next day he goes up to martin who is being gross at his locker and he tells martin that he is going to help him get with abby and that they're going to martin's place to see if he has anything that makes him less punchable see awful awful because like i would have been like we can help you talk to abby like you can't make somebody else have a feeling about something yeah no that's not but again like in high school do you know that i mean you should now but you know yeah um so then they get back to his place and martin sucks he his room (laughs) is full of magic which again not to um not to roast anybody who likes magic but this kid is over the top 100 percent, way too much has like maybe could tone it down a little bit also like like what you like enjoy what you enjoy but also, like, he sucks, so but everything, he sucks. everything he likes sucks. Yes, exactly. Like, I wish I could be like, he's not that bad, he's just awkward, but he sucks. He sucks. Yeah. He's the worst. If you have to blackmail people to make friends, you suck. You suck. <laughs> so then Simon tells him that if he wants Abby to like him, then she has to see him from something that's more than just, like, um, but then Martin cuts him off, and he's like, sexy? Something that I, I can be sexy, man. And then he, like, fully just, like, microaggresses Simon, and he's like, you're like, dudes, tell me what the sexiest part of me is. He does it constantly. Yeah. Yeah. He's so awful. <laughs> I hate that. And also, like, if that were me, I would just, like, simply just disintegrate. Yeah. If the punchable kid, like, Martin came up to me and was like, hey, tell me what's sexy about me, I'd be like, nothing. <laughs> and then I would just leave. Yeah, absolutely nothing. I can find nothing sexy about you right now. I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> yeah. Simon ends up inviting Martin to Bram's party, and I'm like, what could go wrong? Ooh. Ooh, so then we cut to the party. Well, them preparing for the party as yes. pre-gaming. Yes. I didn't realize it. I oh, thought they that's went, what they were doing. Okay. Yeah. I thought they went to the party and I was like, where is Bram? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense that they were pre-gaming now. Yeah. Simon and Leah get to, I guess, Nick's place. I yeah. don't know. They're, They're just, John and Yoko. Yeah. Cute. Uh, Nick has a soccer uniform on. He's Cristiano Ronaldo. Except he, apparently he always wears uniform. So he, everybody thinks that he's just Nick. But yeah. he's like, hello, I taped Ronaldo's name to my jersey. Yeah. What a me move. Abby's Wonder Woman. When she walks in, both Leah and Nick surprise Pikachu face at her. Yes. So I thought they both had a crush on her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me too. 
Like, I didn't get why Leah was being so weird. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense later on, I guess. Yeah. But uh, you're right. No, I also, I also picked that up and I was like, is this movie going in another direction as well? Yeah, I was like, how many kids are in the closet? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in this high school is gay. Yeah. Leah and Simon go inside and have some pizza. And I was like, where's Bram? Isn't this his house? <laughs> right. But then the doorbell starts ringing like crazy. And He's, oh my God, it's Martin. Yeah. So annoying. Simon didn't tell his friends he invited him. He just showed up at the door. And oh, he's man. Like, oh, by the way, I invited him. What an oversight. And they're like, are you fucking kidding me? I'd be like, wow, cool. I would have gone. To, I would have been like, I'm going separate. Yeah. <laughs> I am um, actually am busy tonight now. Yeah. So in the car, Nick and Abby are in the front seat and they're like bonding over music. Yes. And Martin's in the back seat trying so hard to have a chat with Abby. Yes. Like not even trying to talk about what they're talking about. Just fully like trying to insert himself into his own conversation. Yeah, while, and it's like painful. Yeah, while she's trying to talk to him, and, and then, also while Abby and Nick are clearly flirting. Yes, so they get to the party, and Martin's like has the nerve to get all mad at Simon because Nick and Abby are flirting, and, and I'm he's like, like, what are they? What are they? Why are they flirting in front of me like that? What? Yeah, it's almost like it's up to her who she spends her time with, wow. not the person you're blackmailing. Blackmailing. How like, interesting. You're a little shit. He's the worst. Oh my god, he's awful. The worst character. He's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> so then they get to Bram's, right? And then, um, yeah, so house. he goes off. He's, so Abby and Leah go off to like hang out, do whatever. And then Martin goes after them. And he's like, hey, Abby, if you need a drink, I'm your designated bartender. I would not trust that boy with anything. Yeah, no, definitely not. And Leah and Abby make a face at each other. Like they're doing the the nonverbal mm-hmm. communication mm-hmm. of like, get this fucking guy away from yeah. me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. We all know it. Every, every woman knows the look. Yes. And <laughs> every- there's multiple looks. Yeah. <laughs> Every her gay and they like yes. However the phrase is, they know the look. Yes, the <laughs> the ladies, the gays and the thays. Yes, there we go. That's it. So then uh <laughs> so then Bram comes over to say hi to Simon and Nick, and then they go over to like do a cheers at the bar, but then Nick goes, uh, "No, I'm the DD and Simon doesn't drink." But then Simon goes, "Actually, tonight I will drink because it's a special occasion." And, and Nick is like, "Huh?" Yeah, because he's still thinking like Bram's the dude. Yes. Yeah. So then also same. I have the same thing every single time. I'm like, I don't drink. I could try it for this one time. And then I always regret it. I'm like, why did I do that? I know my body can't handle it. (laughs) So I need to just be better at my own limits. Yeah. So Abby and Leah end up dancing together by the pool and they're doing defensive moves (laughs) to make sure no unwanted dudes approach. Yes. Nick and Simon are watching them from a deck and Nick goes on about how much he likes Abby and Simon's like, yeah, she's cool. And Nick's like, do you like her? And he's like, no. And then Nick's like, oh, I want to tell her how I feel and I want to ask her out. And but first, hold on, though, wait. because this is the part where I feel like you maybe might have said, like, I would simply die. Yes. So they, when he asks him if you like her, then Simon goes, oh, no, she's not my type. Not that I don't like black women. Yes. I love all women. I mean, especially black women, but all women. Yeah. I'm not racist. They have one of those moments. It's, oh, man, so good. Yes. But also painful. Oh, my God, for sure. And <laughs> yeah. And so after Nick's like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to ask her out. Simon's like, no, 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 don't like she's with this guy, Jonathan, who goes to college and blah, blah, blah. Just makes up some random dude. Yeah. And then Nick is like, oh, OK, I guess I'll go inside and eat my feelings. Yeah. That's so mean. Because he's also very insecure about his uh, sex experience because he's only had sex once. And he's like, the parts aren't where you think they are. And it's hard and it's weird. Yeah. And Simon uses that against him. Yeah. He's like, oh, this guy's more experienced and this and that. That's the worst. That's awful. And that's your best friend. That's so terrible. That's your best friend. You don't do that. It's so mean. And yeah, he ends up hurting Nick and poor Nick, poor sweetheart Nick. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> so then later on, Bram calls Simon over to play Beirut, which is some drink. It's it's pong. It's I don't beer know, pong. I don't oh, know why they called it something what else. What the fuck are? What the fuck is Beirut? I don't. You know. But it's, then so it's a pong table and beer. Yeah. Where did <laughs> Beirut it. come from? Yeah. Uh, so then that's got to be a West Coast thing. Oh, maybe. maybe I was gonna say maybe did they change the name so that kids didn't know what pong was? Fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. But then so they're like, oh, we need two more people. So then Simon's like, Martin and Abby, come play. So then they're playing Martin and Abby on their own team. Martin is so bad at this game. And Abby's like, fucking, yeah. <laughs> I have no chance. Yeah. So then um, Simon and Bram are bonding. And Simon, it's like cute. It is cute. Bram like uh, takes the fake glasses off of Simon's face, like all slow. It's like a moment. Yeah. And I was like, damn, is he blue? Because I'm kind of picking up vibes I'm, here. Yeah. And Simon gets trashed. Yes. Just during this whole party. So now we cut to him karaoke-ing. Yes. And he's like doing a duet with Bram. And, and they're having a great time. Having a great time. He's then doing a solo. His friends are looking at him like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, right? Yeah. So then later on, he's in the bathroom, like drunk, drunk. And he's practicing telling Bram that he's Jacques. And yeah. then I'm like, oh, it is too early in the movie. He's going to blow it. Yeah, definitely. Because it was not even halfway in the movie yet. Yes. So then he walks into Bram's room and sees him making out with a girl and is like, oh, Ooh, sorry no this was the bathroom i'm gonna go now <laughs> yikes bye so then he gets downstairs and martin comes over and vomits all over him to top off how much he sucks oh my god uh, are you kidding i would me? make him walk home are you kidding me that, i'd be ugh. like i would have taken his phone and deleted the screenshots oh my god that's so smart oh man that's all you had to do <laughs> wow <laughs> why didn't he do that he should have uh the movie would have been 30 minutes long yeah really <laughs> so then afterwards uh simon and leah are walking home but then oops simon's parents are still up yeah so then leah goes in and like tries to help cover for him and the parents are like hey tell us about the party how was it and they're like good no it's great and then they go upstairs we're going to bed yeah. bye and mom and dad are like uh we they're know, drunk we know simon's drunk but he got home before curfew and he didn't drive so we're good parents right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we're good parents i would say so yeah no yeah yeah i would agree also yeah but i love how they talk their way into that though yes that was fun <laughs> so now upstairs simon puts on some music and him and Leia are just like chilling can we talk about how cool his room is it's too cool i hate it it's, it's too like cool. very indie cool yeah like very too cool for high school kids i wish i had a cool room yes my room is not cool he's his bed is like set in like a little cove yeah it's it's amazing and he's got lights up yeah. a chalkboard wall yes uh, who uh yeah amazing who let him have that yeah so then um now later on leia's asking him like do you ever feel weird because sometimes i feel like i'm like always outside of my body like i'm the third person looking in yeah absolutely i know what she means yeah same thing yep mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm like is that anxiety because she's got it yeah i was like she doesn't even need to go into details yet and i'm yeah. already on Say this less. yeah <laughs> so then she talks about how she thinks that it'd be easier if she could just like be somebody else and like take a few shots and hook up with whoever's closest to her but then you know i'm just i'm unlucky in that sense so then she says that she's she thinks that she's destined to care about one person like so Aww. much that it nearly kills her and then he's like same but it's time for bed. So good night. <laughs> good night. Bye. She's clearly confessing her love to him. Yeah. And he's like, mm, it's snoozing time. <laughs> so he's like, okay, good night. And then they both like lay down. But then he pulls out his laptop to email Blue. Blue. And I'm like, she can hear you on the laptop. She can clearly hear you. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. And he's like, so why do only gay people have to come out? So then we get shots of each friend coming out as straight. And it's the, so good. So funny. The parents are like freaking out. It's so, yeah. And then like Abby <laughs> comes out as straight. And then her mom's like, oh, you get that from your daddy's side. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> oh, you get that from your dad. And then like somebody else's parent like throws down their napkin and walks away. <laughs> 
And again, it's only funny because it's the, the reversal. It's so funny. It's so hilarious. And it's the way so that they good. did it was so well. Yeah. It was so good. Uh, but then so we go back to Simon saying that maybe he hasn't come out because he he can't be sure that this isn't a phase or that high school is almost over. Maybe he just wants to like stay the same and then maybe he'll just be gay and proud in college. And then we get a shot of him in college, like gang up his room. Yes. I guess. Not realistic because he's a, he's got a single and that room is huge. Yeah. That that doesn't happen, right? Like that's no, not that, a thing. No. There's no way. But Unless yeah. he's like throwing money at the school, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But so he, yes, rainbows everywhere. Yeah. And then there's like 20 to 50 backup dancers singing about. A flash about, mob. Yes. They're all singing about how like, you know, it's super gay and we're great and we love being gay. And then he looks at the camera at the end and he's like, all right, maybe not that gay. <laughs> but then uh, we go back to him saying that he'll keep thinking about it. And then he sends that email realizing that he signed off saying, love, love Jacques. Jacques. Yeah. Ooh. And now we go to drama class. The students are bonding over Christmas traditions. Yes. And... Martin fakes a paper cut to talk to Simon in private. In the supply closet, which is massive. Yeah. Our supply closet was an actual closet. Yeah, it's, it was so small. Yeah, and Martin takes this time to threaten to leak Simon's emails. What a huge jackass. What an asshole. What a... Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> Abby luckily walks in to interrupt the two, and Simon's like, on the spot, he's like, hey, let's go to Waffle House and rehearse lines yeah. together. Yeah, and Abby, like, clearly needs the rehearsal time. So she's like, oh, yeah, no, let's do that. Yeah. So then that's, like, a good thing, I guess, for them. Yeah, and I'm like, Simon, like, you need to tell someone. If not it's Abby, so someone. Someone, like, yeah. Like, you cannot. This yeah. is not something you can go through alone. So then later on, Simon this gets another. It's not okay. It's not okay. <laughs> later on, Simon gets an email from Blue saying that he's been inspired to tell his family and also signs off with Love Blue. And at this point, we don't get a face with Blue. Correct. Because Simon saw Bram with a girl. Yes. Yeah. And now we're back to being confused. Yes. So then we cut to the Waffle House and their server, Lyle, apparently was in Simon's bio class last year, but Simon doesn't remember him. So then he stops listening to everybody because he's busy thirsting over Lyle. He's got like the slow-mo K-drama yes. shot on yes, Lyle. Yes, yes, yes. So now he's wondering if this is blue. Ooh. <laughs> so while rehearsing lines, Martin tries to talk to Abby about her life and she's like, my lines, hello? Yeah. Hello? And he's like, no, no, but tell me, like, why are your parents separated? Why did you move here? And she's like, I... I'm not interested in talking about that. And he's like, no, 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 but tell me. No. He keeps pressing and I hate that. And then she tells a little bit about her life and it's sad. So no wonder she doesn't want to fucking talk about it. Yeah. And Martin's like, you deserve a superhero. And say it back to me. Uh, And she's like, no. Yeah. He then tries to force her to say it. And she's like, no. So then he gets up on the booth and gets everyone's attention to announce that Abby's amazing and deserves a superhero. And she tries to get up to stop him. So she shouts. She like gets up to shout with him. And yeah. I would hate all this. I would hate it. And also they would have been kicked out. Yeah. Like if this is a restaurant, like you cannot just do that. Yeah. It's not. I, that's like not cute. I hate everything about this. Like I hate being in the center of attention, which yeah. is probably weird for people to hear. Like you're like, hello, Soph, you are <laughs> you a, make pod- a podcast. You're a podcast host. But yeah, no, I fucking hate being the center of attention. Um, when you, you know, like when you're walking into class late and everyone turns mm-hmm. and looks at yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mortifying. Mortifying. I would skip classes <laughs> if I was late. I would rather just be stupid than be late to class. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would just, I can't do it. I cannot have people looking at me. I, I don't, feel that. I don't want to be perceived. I was going to say, <laughs> I hate to be perceived. Yeah. Yuck. But then, she, yeah, she jumps up and then she eventually, she says the words back to him and she's like, I'm a superhero. I'm a goddamn superhero. I deserve the best for me. And it is a good moment for her. Like, they have kind of a moment, but also, like, he's so shitty for doing that. Yeah. Why did he do that? It's shitty, but, like, I guess it works because she's happy now. Yeah. But also, there's, like, five other people in the restaurant and nobody cares. And they're all, like, annoyed that happened. Yeah. 
They're like, can you leave us alone? But like, honestly, like they should have gotten kicked out for that. Oh, totally. You know? Simon excuses himself to go outside and talk to Lyle. Yes, because he's on like a 30 second break. Yeah. And he's like typing on his phone. Lyle goes, they talk about whatever. They like bond over a story about bio class. So Lyle goes back inside and then Simon gets an email. So Lyle's just typing on his phone. So like the timing. Oh, what a coinky ding. Yeah. So now we get a voiceover of Lyle typing out the next email. Yes. So before it was Bram, because yes. that's what Simon was thinking, and now it's Lyle. Wow, the details. I know. I love, love that. it. But so basically he's saying that his dad is coming into town for Hanukkah and that it's a month early, but it's still crazy that he's thinking about taking the the holiday to come out to his family. And then as Simon reads, he's just picturing, again, like because it's Lyle's voice, it's also Lyle typing and everything. And then Lyle is the one that's reenacting the whole entire Hanukkah scene. Yeah. Again, amazing detail. I love that so they good. did that. Yeah. And then afterwards, Simon and Abby are driving home. And then she tells him that Martin was annoying but isn't the worst now, which... I'm so sorry to Abby that that is happening to you. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't. I would, uh, you know. Anyway, then Simon just like pulls over randomly. And then he's like, I didn't want to bring up your parents because I didn't know that, like, if you wanted to talk about them. Um, So then she says that she didn't bring it up because it would mess with her whole image that she's like the cool girl who moved school senior year and is excited about life, but maybe still believes in love because her parents uh, broke up because her dad was really shitty and and I think cheated on mom. Yeah. Um, But then he's like, hey abby i'm gay and she's like hey thanks for telling me that yeah and like she was very nice about it yeah and he's like you're not surprised and she's like no and he's like you knew and she's like no but how do you want me to react and he's like i don't know (laughs) so that's like a good moment for them yeah i mean i guess it's better than any other reaction better than the one that we saw with ethan yes way better than that yeah at least she wasn't like you know called him a slur or something you know Or, or, yeah, or, or just was like, oh, wow. Wow. You're, I'm so surprised. Thanks. Yeah. So then they start driving again, and now Simon's back at home, and he emails Blue that he just came out to his friend and suggests that they reveal their identities to each other because he's dying to know who Blue is. So then the next morning, Blue emails back saying that he came out to his dad but isn't ready to reveal identities yet. Oh, and he, it was fine when he came out to his dad. Oh, yeah. And good. Yeah. <laughs> also great, because that's also, I'm sure, the most nerve-wracking part of it. Oh, absolutely. Ugh. <laughs> so then at school, Martin is a uh, part of the group now, and I think that he's annoying, but Abby somehow is finding him funny now. Wait, sorry. Just to back up to um, when Blue was coming out to his dad and says he still doesn't want to reveal himself to Simon, I honestly really respect this character for like pumping the brakes yeah. and being patient, yeah. like waiting until they're really ready and all that, because yeah. that's something I'm still trying to learn at 27. Ooh. Like I'm so impatient and I rush into everything. And then sometimes it's somebody <laughs> else is is uh or somebody who's like on your level is also doing the next step and you're like oh my god i gotta do the next step too yeah absolutely i'm like oh i'm falling behind oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i love peer pressure absolutely (laughs) so yeah so at lunch martin's with the group and he's just being like over the top just martin himself basically abby's laughing like they're actually enjoying being around each other and the other friends are like what the fuck (laughs) what is this kid doing in our space yeah so then simon and nick get up and nick's like dude, what the fuck is Abby doing? Yeah. Like, what? Who? where did Martin come from? He's like, I need to tell her I like her. Yeah. So then... Simon Nick, lies Simon, again. Lies again. Yeah. He's like, oh, but what about Leia? She's like, obviously totally into you. Like, you don't he, see that she looks at you differently and she blushes whenever you come into the room. He also tells Nick that Abby likes Martin. Yeah. Uh, uh. On top of that. Yeah, yuck. Yeah. So then he also says like, plus also like you guys, you and Abby were never going to work out. 
I would never be his friend again. Yeah, that's awful. If he said that to me, oh my God. That hurts. Yeah. That's like, that's so bad. That is so fucked up. I really, I, I really do. I feel for Simon, but I really do not agree you, with. You can't mani- do that. You, with manipulating people. Yeah. Like that, you, yeah. You cannot play with people's hearts. And I Ugh. know, I get, I understand he's trying to protect himself, but this is so shitty. So shitty. There are so many other ways that you could do this. Yeah, there's, he really. Not so many, but there are a handful of other ways that you can go about this. Yeah. Ah. Oh, it's so bad. I want to meet Martin by the flagpole at three o'clock. <laughs> for an ass kicking. Yeah. After class, Leah's waiting for Simon and is excited to tell him that Nick invited her out to a dinner date. But like as a date. Yeah. And Simon's like, that's great. You've been into him. And she's like, excuse me? And I'm like, was she not? Was she not really <laughs> into him? And Simon's like, yeah, all that stuff you said about the uh, the other night was about Nick, right? And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I'll go out with him. And then he's like, plus you guys would be so great together. Like you should... You should really go for it. And then she's like, you think so? Like yeah. she's starting to get excited about it almost. But yeah. also like making herself get excited about it. So like that's also a really weird spot. Yeah, exactly. So that's, like, that's also happened. I don't know if that's happened to you all in high school, but people, I had this one guy friend and people were like, you guys should be dating. And I'm like, no. Yeah. And then they're like, no, but you should. And I'm like, no, but should we? <laughs> it's so confusing. Yeah. It's like, uh, so no. then, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't help it. You like what you like. Yeah. Yeah. So we're at the homecoming game. Abby tries to talk to Simon about all the cuties out and about. Yeah. She's trying to like teach him how to like be like, oh my God, what a hottie. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know how to do that yet. Yeah. Simon's like, I don't, I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> so then they spot Lyle and Abby's like, you too? Yes. And he's like, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. So Lyle goes up to Simon, and at this point, Abby walked away to go online to get a drink yes. of coffee, to get coffee. I guess there was a coffee truck. Yeah. They start chatting, and I'm like, oh my God, maybe. But then Lyle's like, oh, I want to ask you something. And Simon's like, yes. And I'm like, yes. Yes. What's Abby's deal? <gasps> what a disappointment. Damn. And he's like, so what are you two like a thing? And he's like, no, 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 we're just friends. And he's like, I couldn't be friends with somebody who's that hot. And then Simon's like, oh, yeah, no, totally. How disappointing. Your your friends should be hot. You should think your friends are hot. But um, my friends are hot. My friends are hot. Yeah, you're hot. Thank you. So are you. I have <laughs> a crush on you. Oh. <laughs> and crush on you too. Oh my God, wow. Yay. You know, it's, again, it's so sexy that you got vaccinated. <laughs> it's so cool and sexy that you're vaccinated. It's so hot. But anyway, Simon is very disappointed in this. Walks away. I w- honestly, I would be shattered. Yeah. I would be I'm so, me- yeah. Me too. Oh. Um. Yeah, so he's all defeated. Then the bear mascot runs up to him grabs him and shouts a little birdie told me you're into bears why would you do that it's yes. martin by the way it is martin why would you do that and of course it's martin yeah he takes off the little he takes off the hat and he head i don't know takes off the head yeah and he's like oh it's just me <laughs> what a fucking asshole you're in the middle of like the entire school and you know he's in the closet Ugh. <laughs> and Ugh. and you're blackmailing him to leak that he's in the closet. What part of this is fun for Simon? Yeah. Like, uh, he's a fucking asshole. I hate Martin. So, Martin asks Simon about his next move. He's And Simon's like, fuck you. I've been helping you out for weeks. And he's like, I don't know. Do the fucking Waffle House thing. Like, go big or go home, buddy. And I was like, uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, so then Martin's like, ooh, all right. I'm going to go big. I'm going to go he's big. Like, a grand gesture? Okay. No. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? So, Simon goes to sit with his friends. They see Ethan get harassed by the homophobic bullies again. Yeah. But he roasts that dude like a fucking champ. So, zero hesitation. It is inspiring. Yes. Oh, man. I don't even remember what he said, but I was like, oh, they deserved it. He de- he called his 
he called, one of them he called their pee pee a t- baby carrot. Oh, okay, like, perfect. Great. I remember the line because he was like, oh, we need hummus for this baby carrot. And I was oh. like, damn, I could really go for some carrots and hummus. <laughs> <laughs> also, what a great line. Super great. But then he, Nick and I'm, Leia come over. I'm proud of Ethan. Yes. That, and he's also going through all this alone, too. Yes. With, cause those are some fake ass friends That's that he has. That's so hard. Yeah. Like, come on. And also, his friends didn't stand up for him either. They don't do shit. They just let it happen yeah. to him. They just want a gay best friend. Yeah. That's an accessory. Yeah, that's it. That's not a real friend. They don't really care. Nick and Leah come over. Simon asks how dinner was, and Nick took Leah to the dumpling spot Abby told him about. Wow. And that then, hurts. And then Nick doubles down and goes, why don't you just take Martin there? And Abby's like, what do you mean? Yeah. Oh, that's rough. So she's so confused. I'm like, look what you did, Simon. Yeah. And he's like, oh. Everyone's, everyone's getting hurt. Oh, yeah. So during the national anthem, Sharpay comes out to sing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know her name. No, it's Sharpay. Yeah. So we see the bear mascot running over, and I'm oh, like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, man. So mid-singing, he takes the microphone away he from rips it out of her hands. Yeah. He should have just He's pushed. like, I have something more important than the national anthem. Sorry, America. What? <laughs> Excuse me? What? No, your teenage crush is not more important than America. No. <laughs> but go on. Continue. Do whatever you have to do, I guess. Wow. So then he goes on. He has his whole entire speech prepared about how much he loves and cherishes his time with Abby and how, you know, like, I think we just belong together. And like, would you go out with me? He like the whole time he's walking towards her in the stands. Yeah. So this is mortifying. Oh, um, she is so composed if, this whole thing. Yeah. If this was me, you would absolutely catch evidence of spontaneous human combustion on camera because i would simply explode explode <laughs> i would be one friend down yes and then i would demolish him for doing that to you yeah i would i would simply die in that <laughs> yeah. moment absolutely she is so I mean, she's embarrassed but then she goes up to him and she's like i'm so sorry i don't feel the same way about you yeah. like i like that we're friends but i do not see you as anything more than that i am so and mortified she, i mean she handles that like a full champ. Yeah. She won homecoming. Yeah. The way that she handled that. And he even had doves prepared. That is so, oh man. <laughs> what did he think was going to happen? I don't know. Any oh. any man who's listening to this, do not give me a grand gesture. I want the smallest of gestures. <laughs> Just don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I don't expect you to read your mind. So do something more than that. Yeah. But do not do something that big. No, do yeah. not. Do not. Um, if you go big... I'm going home. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Crying. So then Nick tells Simon, like, I thought you said that she was into him. And Simon's like, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Simon, See, tell the truth. That's what happens when you lie to your friends. Don't lie. Things don't happen. Lie. Yeah. Oh, man. So and now, then that only means that Leah's feelings are going to get hurt. Yes. Because now Nick is just going to throw her aside. Yeah. Like, what do you, like, the, the ripples, you know, it's, it's, it's ugh, so bad. It's going to keep going. Yeah. So now we get a montage of the gossip blog updating, like, blasting martin's embarrassing yes. moment but first mr worth is also in the stance he's like oh no what is he doing why is he breaking up the national anthem and then after the whole thing and everybody's like whoa then he goes you tried your best bud at least you tried and he starts <laughs> clapping and everybody starts cheering for him <laughs> so it's like kind of nice it's he, he does what he can in that moment yeah i mean it, it i'm sure the applause kind of helps a little bit a little bit soften the blow but then he gets blasted online yes <laughs> so simon afterwards is calling martin just to like check on him and of course his voicemail is a trump impression yeah and he's like oh it's trump blah 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 leave a mi- voicemail so simon just really wants to check on him like is being a good person he wants to see that he's doing okay because yeah. you know that he knows that it's been rough because mm-hmm. everybody's making fun of him right now yeah and i guess now it's their fi- their break 
Christmas it's Christmas break. time, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know homecoming was like close to Christmas. Neither did I. Uh, I the school's schedule is weird. A West Coast thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it doesn't get cold. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it would be snowing here, but whatever. <laughs> True. So Simon gets another email from Blue, and there's a hint in it that makes him think that Blue is a student in his drama class. Yes. Because he says that he's going to be like out in the middle of nowhere and is going to have service for the week. And yes. then we flash back to the one student in drama class whose name we never get. Right. Um, <laughs> he's got frosted tips, but he he was the one that said that he's also going to the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So now Simon imagines him as blue. Yes. And then he sends him a list of the seven best Christmas songs, even though he's Jewish. But he's like, it's it's still the season. Like, here's something to enjoy. Yeah. So then we get another montage of Simon's family enjoying Christmas while Simon pictures the drama club kid out there in the middle of nowhere. Then the, now the kid is here in his house under the mistletoe. And they kiss under the mistletoe. Except he snaps back to real life because yeah. then Leia FaceTimes him to be like, did you see? It's on the internet. Like, go check the, the yeah, thing. Check the gossip blog. So, yeah, if you didn't guess, Martin did decide to blast him on the blog. Yep, because now we watch Martin writing this post about how Simon's gay and he has a screenshots about it because you shouldn't be focusing on me. You should be focusing on Simon being gay. Yeah, and he's like, and then he has to throw in that like, oh, and Martin's cool and great. And then and then signs it anonymous. I wonder who wrote that. Yeah. What? The way that... Simon sees the post, freaks out, hangs up on Leah. His sister comes in. She says she reported the post and they're going to take it down. But like, he's still upset. She's upset. Yeah. And he's like yelling at her about... Because she doesn't know how to react because she's... I don't know. She's like five years younger than him or something like that. She's way younger than him. And she... She's like, you could just deny it because you've never said anything about it before. And then he's like, why would I deny it? I'm proud of who I am. And then she starts crying. Yeah. Because how else is she going to like anticipate or like process that moment? Because in her head, she's like, is he ashamed? Because he's never talked about it. Right. We don't know about it. And also now is he mad at me for suggesting that? So she runs away crying. Yeah. So now everyone's upset. Yeah. All his friends start messaging him to talk to him. And I'm like, ah, geez. So he just has to shut everything down because he can't handle all that right now. Yeah, he just ignores everyone. He's having like a panic attack on the bed. His shoes are still on, but I will excuse it in this moment, (laughs) given the circumstances. Yeah. So then the next morning it's Christmas. And then now I'm realizing that this jackass outed him on Christmas Eve. Yes. Who does that? What an asshole. So Simon tries to open up to his parents and dad ruins the moment of silence like with a joke. He's like, you got somebody pregnant. And whenever someone does this to me, I just decide not to say anything anymore. Right. I'm like, it's not the time right now. Never mind. Yeah. I take it back. I'm like, great. You were in the moment. Like, yeah. nope, I'm not opening up. But then Simon does open up and he says that he's gay. And then dad starts immediately making jokes about which ex turned him gay. And then mom is like, shut up. Stop mom that. And, his, and the sister both tell yeah. him to shut up. But dad both doesn't annoyed. know. Yeah. Dad doesn't know how to process his motions right now. So he's like, but he, he basically, he can't stop joking. That's his defense mechanism. So then he just like physically removes himself, which yeah. I respect. It's kind of the worst defense mechanism. Yeah. Because <laughs> like sometimes you're like, okay, I get it. But then, you know, like sometimes it's really, it's really not the time. Yeah. Like this is just not it. Yeah. And he can't <laughs> stop himself. So he just leaves. Yeah. Um, but then later on, now it's New Year's Day and Simon emails Blue saying how like, you know, change is exhausting and that there's nowhere to hide from the newness. And I feel that. But then he also is like, uh, oh, also, by the way, when he got outed, he emailed Blue right away to be like, hey, I know you have no signal, but like something just happened and um, please don't leave me. Yeah. Because he's he, very alone in this situation. Yeah. His friend, he isn't with his friends, like nothing. Yeah. 
So then now it's the first day back to school and he goes downstairs to get breakfast. Nora made him a breakfast burrito. Uh, Mom and dad try to talk to him, but he just walks out because he's, you know, still processing things. It's only been five days. Yeah, he's upset. He meets up with his friends before school. Uh, Nick and Abby approach him. They're pissed off. Not happy. They're so pissed off at him. They're now together. They're dating now. They confront him about the lies. Because they're like, as you can see... We went to get dinner and are now together and started talking about why it took so long to get here. Yeah. So they're like, oh, it's because Simon told me this. And then, oh, Simon told me that. Yeah. And he finally tells him about Martin um, blackmailing Black, yeah. him. And they're they're pissed off. They're, As they should be. They're yeah. allowed to feel. Because yeah. then Abby's like, oh, because you were treating me like a piece of meat to be pawned off in one? Like, that's, that's no, no. Yeah, that you know? she definitely doesn't feel good hearing that one. Yeah. Yeah. So like, then... She- Everything could have been avoided if you just went to her first. Every, yeah. <laughs> or someone. So, yeah. They walk away. Now it's just Leah and Simon. And Leah tells Simon she wasn't in love with Nick. She was in love with him. And she tells him that he was cruel for trying to set her up with Nick because yeah. knowing Nick doesn't actually like her, you're just setting her up for heartbreak. Yeah. Just that, so that's fucked up. fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. But then Simon has a typical boy moment and he's like, wait, you loved me this whole time, but but we've always been us. Yeah. Simon, come Hello. on. Hello. <laughs> Don't you see what's right in front of your face? Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, so yeah, now she walks away. Now Simon is like alone, alone. Yes. So then he walks into the school. Everybody's staring at him. Mr. Uh. Wolf asks if he if he is okay. But then he's like, by the way, I'm not gay. Okay. Yeah. Way to make it about you. Nobody cares. He's like, when I said we're similar, like, I didn't mean like that. And Simon's like, okay, sure. What? Yeah. I, I don't care. Don't say that. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so now he has to navigate the cafeteria alone, yeah. like knowing his friends are all still mad at him. He has to sit by himself. And so then one of the, one of his exes just stops him and she's like, did you break up with me because I, or did you date me because I was a guy or I looked like a guy? And then he's like, no, I broke up with you because you didn't look like a guy. And she's like, oh. okay. <laughs> so the two homophobic bullies um, get up onto a table and they're each dressed as Simon and Ethan and they start dancing together and then they start like dry humping on each yeah, other and they're like oh this is what you guys like right Ooh, yeah um do you remember the tweet that said like no one thinks about gay sex more than homophobes yes <laughs> that was that was that was moment. them that was absolutely them. but then miss well so at first Simon goes up to them and he's like you got a problem you want to say something to me but yeah, then he gets all pissed off and I'm like yes Simon yeah, stand, stand up, up for, for yourself, yourself. Jinx. Wow. Love that. But superwoman drama club teacher. Yes. Mrs. Albright. She comes over and she rips them to shreds. Yeah. She's like, you get your asses off that table right now and you'll both be suspended for so long that you'll be old and fat and bald and single nobodies before you get out. And then you'll be the nobodies that you're destined to be because you're just two assholes who do that shitty thing to that kid in high school that nobody's going to like. While they're the bullies are doing their little performance, Simon's we get shots of Simon's friends looking totally shocked like by this. Yeah. And it's like, hello, this and is only one of them, the one who has like no lines actually, is like moves to almost do something. Yeah. But none of his actual best friends do anything. Yeah. And it's like, hello, this is obviously why he didn't want to come out. Yeah. He's sitting there watching Ethan get bullied for being gay. No wonder he didn't want to fucking come out while yeah. still in high school. Also, again, he fucked up all of their lives. I get that that yes but also like, can you stand up with your friend yeah this is a very shitty time yeah exactly but also like i'm trying to think like if i was in high school and this whole situation happened to me and i was one of the friends would i also do like would i stand up for my friend in that moment yeah i don't know what i, I would don't do. know what i would have done because like you're still pissed off and I, you're yeah. hurt you're hurt and you're pissed off and like high school is like that's like peak petty time yes so like Absolutely. i don't know if i would have because you're teenagers it's like feel so shitty yeah because like teenagers are teenagers yeah and you just react and you don't 
n- understand like actions consequences like all yeah that stuff. you're just in the moment i like constantly. to think that like i would have stood up but i don't yeah. think i would have yeah because again yeah Ugh. it's it's hard it's very embarrassing it's hard because everyone in this situation is hurt yeah yeah <laughs> and upset so i guess i don't know but she sends them off to the principal's office she yeah. takes their speaker. She's like, no, that's mine now. <laughs> Keeping this. Simon and Ethan are now outside the vice principal's office and we see the bullies inside getting talked at. Yeah. And Simon and Ethan chit chat and Ethan tells them like he could have talked to him. And Simon says he didn't feel like he could and that like they didn't have much in common. Yeah. And he's like, it always just seemed so easy for you. And Ethan's like, it was never easy. Right. This isn't easy. Yeah. Because he <laughs> says that even till today. So he came out basically last year. It's so weird. He's like, you've been out since you were 16, but they're like just 17. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but either way, he's not like, that long. You've been you've been out and you like, it seems so easy for you. And then Ethan's like, no, my mom still lies to my grandparents about me dating all these girls every Sunday when we go over for dinner. Like, it's not fun for me. Yeah. So Simon's like, oh, shit. I could have come out to you. Yeah. So then they get brought into the office and the vice principal sucks in this moment. Yeah, he's not good. He calls Simon and Ethan boyfriends and says whatever they do in private is their business. That's not that's, that's not how you handle that situation. No. No, they're they're not they're not boyfriends just because they're the only two gay kids yeah. in the school. That's not how that works. And then he's like, oh, oh, then what, how would you guys refer yourselves as? Because he's trying to be like acceptable and stuff. And Simon's like, as two people who have no romantic involvement together. Yeah. And he's like, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he sucks. But and then, then, yeah, the, and then the bullies like, giggle. They giggle and they're like fake apologizing. Like they don't give a shit. They don't care at all. Oh, man. They're assholes. This was not a great scene. Yeah. So after all this, Simon goes outside and Martin catches up to him to apologize and martin's basically like i just did it so everyone would stop talking about me which and he's like i didn't think people were like that anymore um hello have where where has everyone been been? where's everyone been that ethan's been getting bullied this whole time for the last fucking year and now suddenly everyone's surprised right because it's happening to Simon? Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's because it's happening to a white boy. Oops. Yeah, probably. Who said that? Anyway. Um, yeah. And so Simon so, just cuts him off. and He's like, I don't give a fuck about what you were thinking. Like, why did you do that? Coming out was supposed to be my thing. Like, I tell who I want, how I want, when I want. And you took that away from me. Yeah. So then now Martin, like, feels bad. And As then, he should. He should. Yeah. And then Simon's but, like, stay the fuck away from me. And, like, I get it. Like, Martin was also hurt in all this. But, like, he chose to do what he did. He chose to do that. And he was going <laughs> to do it anyway. Yeah. He was, well, like, whether or not I think Abby decided to like him, I think he still would have outed him. Yeah. Something would have happened where he would have, like, you know, same thing. Like, if even if he was with Abby, some stupid shit would have happened to him. And he's like, people need to stop paying attention to me. And here's Simon, who's gay. Yeah. He still would have done it. Yeah, probably. He goes off on um, Martin, goes into his car, gets an email from Blue saying that, like, he doesn't want to talk anymore. And yeah, he's Simon, like, I can't do this anymore because now everybody knows who you are. And also because now he's seeing what happened to him. Yeah. Like, obviously, you wouldn't want that to happen to you, too. Yeah. And Simon tries to reply to beg him to not go away. And he's blocked. He's not blocked. The email's just discontinued. Like wow. Like, he deleted his email. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, oh, Simon so not, yeah. goes through his morning routine at school. He's he, crying. He's like, yeah. I'm crying. <laughs> so sad. He goes to the drama classmate. Um, Wait, but also the morning routine. Now he's getting one coffee instead of four. Yeah. Ugh, I was so like sad. All by himself. Yeah. He catches that one drama classmate and asks if he's blue. And he says no, but offers to talk to Simon if he needs. Yeah. He's like, I know this has been a lot, but like if you need to talk. And Simon's like, I can't. Like not right now. What a sweetheart. Uh, yeah. So oh, good. There's a lot of good eggs in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> At home, 
Simon asks his mom if she knew. And she's like, I knew you had a secret because you became more and more reserved as you got older. Ugh. And she's like, even though you're gay, you're still yourself. Yeah. Like she reminds, so basically she says like, when you came out to us, you said, but mom, I'm still me. And then she's like, but Simon, I need to remind you that you're still you. And then she reminds him about like how he's still like the same, like you're nice to your sister. You're, you're always helping us around the house. You're always good with your friends and all this stuff. And like, I'm tearing up, tearing up right now thinking about it. I was like, oh my God, mom, stop. But I also like knew this thing. Like this is also besides the, um, the controversy i guess that that came out with this movie this was the other scene that also people were focusing on a lot oh. so i like knew once this scene like once i saw mom sitting down i was like oh shit i'm gonna start crying soon Aww. um so this was that scene and then she's just basically saying like you know like you you used to be so carefree in the last few years but then i started to feel you holding your breath but now you can breathe again and he was and then he started crying again and i was like Fuck, i'm crying i'm crying yeah no this scene made me cry oh me too. this was like the speech yeah i cried really hard yeah so the next morning simon catches up with leah and they're talking and he's like sprinting up to her in his like jeans and everything and she's like what are you doing he's like i'm just out for my jog my morning jog that i do all the time (laughs) and she's like simon no what are you doing here (laughs) she's so annoyed she's like can you just say what you have to say yeah (laughs) so then she um he's just kind of saying oh no what am i saying oh so she eventually stops and he's like you know i fell in love with this blue and like coming off like I knew that coming out would scare him away, so I knew I couldn't come out. Um, but I also know that I messed up, like, really bad, and I'm sorry. So then she asked why he didn't come out to her first and, like, why he came out to Abby. So he's like, I don't know. I knew her for, like, six months. It, it's way easier. Like, I knew you for 13 years. It would have changed everything if you knew, and I didn't want everything to change, which I guess is fair. Yeah. But also, like, I don't know. Come out to your best friend. Yeah, definitely. Like, is it this part or was it earlier in the movie where she says that she thought there was always something there between them because he was always picky about girls and she had like that, that little was, sense of like hope? That was when she was angry at him. Okay. That was so that first was, day back at school. Yeah. That was earlier. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So then she's like, uh, she decides to come around and she's like, so tell me about this guy. Aww. So that's like her forgiving him and it was super cute. So yeah. he's, again, he's like catching his breath like mom said. So then he's talking about Blue and how they like talk to each other and all that stuff so then now simon gets home afterward and dad is in the back so he calls him over so then dad's like how long have you known and simon says that since he was about like 13 dad immediately cries yeah (laughs) and then i started crying he's like beating himself up about it he's like it's been four years i should have realized i shouldn't have made all those stupid jokes it like doesn't matter because like simon's trying to make him feel better he's like dad it's fine it's fine and he's like no no no, like i should have realized sooner he's like i missed it i missed it all and this is very like great way like you know like this is how your parents should react but also very much like make your moment about me yeah you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah really like i'm the one that's going through the stuff but let me make you feel better about yourself but yeah. also remember dad's a crier and like this is it's fine like this is like again the best way that it, i guess it should happen yeah there was there was one point where mom is crying and i was like all right like you need to reel it in a little bit here yeah 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 <laughs> but um yeah so d- dad's like oh he tells him that he loves him and wouldn't change anything about him and i'm like oh and they have like this big they hug whole, yeah the the part when there's one part where mom is crying while they're talking about him being gay that was during the speech, I think. During the speech? Yeah. Because there was like one part and I was like, you crying right now kind of sounds like you're disappointed. Right. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. and then she goes into like the she more positive around, stuff. Yeah. And I was like, all right, like we're good again. Yeah. But like for a hot second, I was like, I don't like what you're saying while you're crying. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure it's very much the parents are disappointed in themselves for like not really. That's probably maybe not what it seeing is. it so yeah. soon or not knowing. Yeah. Because they seem like they're fine. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't always come out that way. No, definitely. Sometimes then, words just don't come out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but then they break the ice by saying like, anyway, 
um this video that we made for mom you want to go see it and then as they walk inside dad's like let's sign up for grinder together and simon's like you don't know what that is dad <laughs> yeah please don't he's like what well, uh, it's like facebook for gay people right and oh like, goodness no 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 no, no. <laughs> so then uh, we cut to the presentation and it's a much better video yeah it's so cute he put in like home videos actual and time and effort into it yeah so cute so then later on simon is writing out the post for the school forum and he's like claiming his space which we love he's talking about how he was killing himself inside trying to like hide who he was and now that he's lucky to have such amazing friends and family and how proud he is to be who he is and like no one can take that away from him and then he addresses blue at the end and he's like blue this is for you. I know that you feel a certain way. And like you first, when you first came out, you were writing about a Ferris wheel. So I know, um, you know where I'll be on Friday after the school play at 10 o'clock. Aww. So love Simon is how he signs off. Yay. So Aww. they did the thing. Yeah. And then he hits post and then he eats an orange Oreo and that's super cute. So cute. Love that. My favorite part of it is that he says he deserves to be himself. Yes. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Loved it all. Yeah. Super sweet. We see like shots of like students greeting him during this, like mm-hmm. little montages. So cute. Like the way that it, he just turned the whole situation around. Yeah. Amazing. So we see a little bit of the play. Yep. It's kind of a disaster. It's, it's a high school play. Yeah. After the play, Leah and Nick go backstage to see Abby. Which is massive. They're backstage. Huge. Oh, it's like a full theater. Yeah. That's who? Crazy. Who? Whomst? Our backstage was a classroom. It was, yeah. <laughs> Two classrooms. Yeah. Yeah. They keep like looking over at Simon and like talking to themselves, but then they end up going over to him and they invite him to go to the carnival with them. Because that's where the Ferris wheel is. And also remember, because Nick and Abby haven't forgiven him yet, but now they have. Yeah. And I'm really glad they're friends again. I yes. actually would have been really upset if, uh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. if they weren't friends by the end of the movie. I would have been very sad. Yeah. Yeah. So they encourage him to get on the Ferris wheel and to wait for her blue to show up. And he hands a whole bunch of ride tickets to the dude. Yeah. And he's like, this should cover me for a while, right? Yeah. And then a whole crowd starts to form. I would have thrown up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would have been like is there another ferris wheel around yeah, is there a private ferris <laughs> yeah wheel? is I there like this. can we make this private like can you put like a cover on my my car or something i don't know like is there a way that we could just change the situation awful but awful. anyway so then we get a montage of him going on a few rounds and like he's just sitting alone the whole time and i was sitting here thinking like how did we think this was gonna work like he's on the car himself like blue isn't just gonna appear next to him like he's locked in there going for a ride like he's not just gonna pop up yeah you know but either way so he goes on a few rides and and also the crowd the crowd, the crowd is a huge the crowd the yeah crowd's a huge deterrent. i wouldn't i wouldn't want to do that i wouldn't do it if it were me like this poor boy is like trying to like keep it a secret like he just came out to his dad yeah like, he's just trying to like take it at his own pace and now he has to go out in front of a fucking crowd to come out talk about a grand gesture that's too it's much it's not martin's grand gesture but it's still grand it's still a lot it's still a lot it's still a lot but if then for, like literally everyone finds out at the same time yeah so that's si- rough yeah simon's down to his last ride and martin runs us over to announce he's blue and there's gasps in the crowd and simon's like shut the fuck up you're not him yeah. And then Martin's like, ah, you're right, man. But this is brutal. Like, I don't know. Can I like, let me just pay for your like one more ride or something. I don't know. Yeah. The Ferris wheel guy is like so over all of this. He yeah. doesn't know what's going on. He, has, he doesn't care either. Yeah. He's like, I'm just here. So then the dude gives a last call. And then Simon is about to give up. But then Bram comes running over to ask to sit there. He's blue. He's blue. Oh, my God. Did we all low key know that? Yeah. A little bit. Oh, the glasses. The glasses. The glasses. <laughs> it was a move. That was a move. That was a move. That was a move. And it worked it would have worked on me yeah. <laughs> yeah oh for sure i would have melted so then simon <laughs> takes a minute to like realize that this is actually blue because he's remembering how like he walked in on him making out with that girl and bram's like i was drunk and confused which also is kind of mean to that 
girl, but like I get it. And yeah. then he's like, I know it's confusing, right? Because I'm black and Jewish and also blue. And, and you know, and yeah, he says I'm I'm black, Jewish, and gay. Yeah, <laughs> he's like he puts his arms out like he's like everything. I got yeah. everything. Bram asks if he's disappointed that it's him, and Simon says no and goes in for a kiss. Yeah, because at least by this time, they're at the top of the Ferris wheel. Yeah, I cried. Yeah. The whole crowd starts cheering. Yeah, and now you're crying for a different reason. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, they're all so happy for them. <laughs> but also, again, what a turnaround from the school. At first, everybody's staring at him, and nobody's helping him like get not bullied. Yeah. And now they're all happy for him? Yeah. That's fake. Those are fake classmates. Where was that for Ethan? Where was that for Ethan? Damn. Justice for Ethan. <laughs> It's because he's black. Oh. I'm going to say it. Oh. It's because he's black. Yeah. Anyway, the next morning, Simon is writing that it's 17 days until graduation. And then Leah FaceTimes him saying that six more people have confessed things online. So one kid who thinks that his parents are disappointed in him for wanting to be an actor, he signs off on his real name and then hashtags, thanks, Simon. So that's cute. That is cute. I like he's that. He's inspired so many people to like be themselves. Oh. So now Simon's in a great mood now. We're doing the school routine again. And now we're getting. He's actually like happy. Yes. Like yes. visibly happier. Yeah. And like he's like hugging his parents, kissing them goodbye and all that stuff. And now we're getting five coffees. How <gasps> cute. Five coffees. Love that. And then also the respect because Leah usually sits in the front seat, right? But then once we pick up Bram, she goes to the back seat without hesitation. Yeah, I kind of feel bad. She's a fifth wheel though. She, she's a fifth wheel now, yeah. Oh, That's rough. She'll find somebody though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have no doubt in her. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. adorable. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's, that's that the, the movie, movie ends. But also before uh, they're on the way to school for sure. But then Simon's like, "It's such a beautiful day. I'm going to take you on a an adventure." That's a little irresponsible. <laughs> they have some school and education to get. But what we're in bliss. It's fine. It's it's fine. Yeah, we're happy. We're just happy to yeah. be here. But I love that movie. I I love this. Movie. It was so good. It was such a good time. And I really I do wonder if again if. Is this what straight people think gay people need in high school? Or was this actually what a gay person wishes that they had when they were in high school? Yeah. That's the one thing I want to know. I can imagine. But also, yes, I know we're very early in um, telling mainstream stories about marginalized people. So I do think that um, all that controversy about Simon being white versus being like anything else Mm -hmm. is a little over the top. Yeah. I kind of feel that way. I fully understand it, but also like we have to start somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if that's me being encouraging it. Yeah. But you know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to get at? Yeah. I mean, hopefully this opens. It's it's going to open the door for the other more stories. Yeah. Because we absolutely need them. Yeah. There needs to be more. And there doesn't, you know, and more more fun ones. Like there's a great Key and Peele joke about how like whenever like there's movies about more minorities, it's about them struggling. Yes. And it's like never about them just having fun. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, what I want. That's my We need thing. more of those. <laughs> they, I feel like I was just saying this like in a, another episode that we just had, but like Jessica James was such a good movie because it was just her doing something. Yes. It wasn't her like overcoming anything besides just overcoming being in her 20s. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, that's what I want to see more. Such a good one. Yeah. The only other thing I'd say is that like this movie was like kind of preachy at parts, but like again, we're so early in the process that it has to be preachy in, the, in, in like spots. Yeah. Because again, most people don't think certain ways. Yeah. But overall, a great movie. I a agree. great rom-com. A great like high school coming of age teen movie. Yeah, it was so good. And it was nice to kind of just see like they these characters felt like realistic yeah to me yeah like 
And it's not 30-year-olds trying to act like they're yes. fucking teenagers. Yes, true. Like, it's actual teenagers playing teenagers. Yeah, and they they walk and talk, and they just seem like teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Abby, because she was too cool for school. So cool. Do people be... Are, are, are high schoolers that cool? <laughs> I don't know. Just Abby. Just Abby. <laughs> but that's Love, Simon. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. I hope you loved Love, Simon. And I was going to make a play on words there, but it didn't come out right. Yeah. There is a show now called... I think Love Victor. Yes, and that is like a spin-off of this. I want to watch it. Yeah, I, I forget what it. that's on. I think it's on Hulu. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we'll watch that. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends to listen, tell your appropriate family members to listen. We are on all of the streaming platforms that you can find a, a podcast on, and we're also on social media. Yes. At Chowdy Media, Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd, TikTok every now and again. Um, <laughs> I do forget that that exists for us. But either way, you know, you can follow us wherever you want to follow us. Yeah. And definitely follow Jessica Damari so that she can make you um, a, a what's it called? A theme song when you need one. Yes. She's and great. She's amazing. Yeah. And that's it. Bye. Bye. Bye.